0: So this is a little bit of a bonus episode. I'm really aware that when people start to listen to podcasts, they often want to know a little bit about the host, and that's exactly what today's little bonus will be about. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month, we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious, So, if you're part of the Awakened Generation, this podcast is perfect for you. But before I continue, a little reminder again to listen to the end of this episode where I will tell you how you can get a free complimentary ticket to one of my two-hour normally £20 classes, they're all online so no matter where you are in the world you can definitely come along or receive the free replay and the classes are in Kundalini Yoga, Intuition Masterclasses, we do monthly full moon and new moon cacao ceremonies and I also do a goddess circle where we focus on a particular deity or goddess each month. So at the end, I will tell you how you can get involved with that. But for now, back to the topic of this episode. So yeah, when I've listened to other people's podcasts, I do have so many questions about who they are and what got them to this point of wanting to do this podcast. And I thought as a little bonus episode to get going, I would literally create an episode for that reason so you can answer all of those little questions that you always want to know. So, you've already heard me say, my name is Gemma. You know by now the podcast is going to be all about the amazing uh, twisty-turny lessons that we go through through life to hopefully end up doing our sole purpose in this life and then in our future lives. And now I want to tell you about why I'm talking about that, why it's something I'm so passionate about, and why it's my day job to help people get to that point. So, I live in the UK. Let's do all the little basics first. I'm based in the UK. I'm from the city of Bath, which, if you know uh, pretty much any Jane Austen programme, especially the one that's been on Netflix last Christmas, which was amazing that's where they're all based. So very, very Georgian, very Jane Austen, absolutely stunning. I'm very proud to say that I come from there. Just down the road from there is Glastonbury, which yes, has a very famous festival, but is also the home of everything woo-woo you could imagine. So I was brought up visiting there sometimes. And um, yeah, I guess it It um, inspired me to be who I am today, more than I think my parents and I would have ever realised. So I currently live in Kent with my husband, Russ, who you will hear me talk about sometimes. He doesn't mind being spoken about. I've double checked with him. And we've got a black cat. Of course, she's black. Bless her. Witchy, witchy cat. Millie and a tortoise called George which if you ever hear a thud in the background that would be George hitting things because it turns out that tortoises barge into everything under the sun so that's a lesson that we've learned in the last few years so what do I do generally or what's my what's my day job i have two businesses that's very me i don't like to do the same thing every day so of course i've got two businesses One is Conscience Crystals, which a lot of you will know me about. Um, I've been into the spiritual industries for the last 15 years, but definitely when I, I had a kind of time off where I set up another business product development with my husband, which was very, very successful, we could have kept doing, but I just was not doing my life's purpose. And while I think at that moment in time, having that business with him, so I went from being a coach on my own, Then I went backpacking as a, you know, a 20 something year old, moved to London, needed a job to afford London and I started to work for the company NotOnTheHighStreet.com, which many of you may know about. I left them to start offering products through them, to sell products through them, set a business up with my husband and we did that for like 13 years. It, It did very, very well looked after us, we got to move around the country living in lots of different places because definitely one of my characters is trying new places, exploring the world. And um, as much as I loved it, and boy did I learn so much about running a business, managing people, finances, you name it, you know, creativity, creating these products, it's, it was my calling at that moment in time it was my then sole purpose and I've moved past it and that's another message I want to get through to people is you don't have one, I think there's very few people that will have one sole purpose, it will grow, it will develop, you will learn and then by default your soul wants to try something else, so that's liberating I think because you don't just get to the end, you know, you don't find it, get there And and then you go back into, I was saying in the last episode, this groundhog day of the same thing every day. So you don't want your purpose to be that. You want to keep progressing and changing, or many of us would. It does depend on who you are, your characteristics. Talking about characteristics, a little more about me. So I don't know a lot about star signs. I'm currently studying Ayurveda and they're going to make me definitely learn because it's part of the qualification is to learn uh i think it's yotish uh star signs so i'm i'm learning but i'm still massively questioning myself but for those of you who that's how you kind of can gauge someone and understand what they're like my Sun sign is in Sagittarius and I really resonate with that. I'm a very Saggy person. Like I just said, I explore, I travel, I want to find new things. I'm very spiritual, love the esoteric, like I'm a Saggy through and through. Interestingly, my rising sign is Scorpio though and pretty much every planet is in Scorpio. So I find that interesting um, because everybody around me is a Scorpio. And um some of them are quite fiery Scorpios, although that's a fire sign, but you know, like kind of stereotypical Scorpio. So I'm like, wow, I'm more Scorpio than I realize. And then randomly, although every other planet's hanging out in Scorpio, my moon is in Taurus, which apparently is why I'm very intuitive and why I live my life by my intuition. Apparently that's the key to that one. Human design, I'm a generator but apparently I think I've got my throat is coloured again new to this guy's throat's in colour so some people tell me I'm a manifesting generator or I'm like on the cusp which some people say yes that's a thing some don't if you want to get in contact with me and explain a little bit more my Instagram for the podcast is at Gemma as easy as that so please Help me understand that I am trying, and because I'm doing Ayurveda, I may as well tell you I'm my um, doshas. I am Vata Pitta, and that really sums me up. If you again, if you're hearing episode one, Vata spirituality, Pitta business that's that's me, that's how I roll, I'd say. So, another thing just to give you an idea about my personality and who I am. I'm going to do a little perfect day. So Russ and I have cultivated this quite a lot. It's very Pacific. It wouldn't be everybody's perfect day, but we love it. We are early risers. I never was before I met him. He used to work in M&S on Oxford Street and he used to have to get in there at like 6am in the morning and we lived out of London. So he was up at the crack of dawn and he's a bulldozer when he gets up. So I would have to get up anyway and over time I started to get up and actually commute into work super early and then just like walk along the Thames there is something super magical about London before it gets busy and now that's the thing that Russ and I love so we'll get up early probably on a weekday train tickets are a little less money then we'll go in we would love to be walking along the Thames the South Bank pretty much as soon as the coffee shops open so we can grab a coffee so I'm talking like six thirty, seven 7 o'clock. I've got a, my favourite Nero is on the South Bank, super chilled, gorgeous views. And yeah, we'd start the day by doing our traditional walk, hot drink, cold winter's day in London. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favourite things. At some point, we'll probably stop in a coffee shop as well, read our read a book. If it's if I'm in charge of planning what we're doing, we are probably then going to a meditation class, a, a sound gong bath, at somewhere like House of Wisdom or Remind, love those places. And um, if Russ is in charge, we're probably going to the cinema. He's a I we both love the cinema and actually we kind of, that's what got us together. And it was that joint passion, you know, attending the cinema that we love that kind of made the conversations easy when we were getting to know each other so it's always been like that and then I would say we will probably head home again slow train not a fast train so that we maybe could read on the way home I'm probably going to do a bit of work because I do love my job so generally I work most days just a little bit not every day and then I'd say in the evening nice meal we are foodies as much as I Try and do the gym, get my yoga in. Um, I do love my food, so I need to do all of that for that reason. And then something on the TV um, saying that, like, we never watch TV, Netflix or a, a film if we haven't done a film in the day, something like that. That's my ideal day. The other option is something around animals, being around animals, seeing animals. I'm my best self, I'm my nicest version of me when I'm spending time with animals. And um, if I'm stressed, it's to the point where Russ would make me go and see some animals to chill me out. He knows that's the key to keeping his wife nice and happy. Okay, so that's me as a personality. Who am I? I'm going to say this super fast because some of you are going to be like, really? She's talking a lot about herself. And I am a typical Brit who hates speaking about myself. So this is why I'm doing it as a little one-off for anyone who's got those questions. And then Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to speak about myself as almost like a case study in some of the episodes, but I don't want to do it a lot. So this is me trying to get that one out of the way. So yeah, like I said, I am from Bath. uh, Lived there for my first so many years with my parents. And um, and with my sisters. And I was, (laughs) this sounds really dramatic. I was one of those children who saw dead people. Who um would go like, Mummy, there's someone, da-da-da, and you know, I'm not gonna say it, I don't wanna freak you guys out. And um sometimes it would be that I would see someone who is literally something had happened to them and they hadn't been on in the media yet, but they were going to be. Okay, that's I know super weird. But what was quite amazing about that is it meant that my parents, I would say something and what happens when I'm seeing something like that is I just say it out loud, it kind of falls out my mouth and I now would edit myself but as a child you know I couldn't help it, I would just say it even though some of the stuff was naturally going to be quite dark and very dark for my age so I was saying stuff I didn't really understand or comprehend, I certainly wasn't scared didn't find those kind of things scary at all there's definitely an energy I only really attract nice energies anyway nice spirits and that's a deliberate conscious choice that I recommend people definitely make and um, you know they normally want help or they just feel very safe and chilled and very similar to us in a way so I'd say to my mum such and such is in here they're saying this has happened." you know, without trying to go into too much detail. And then it would be on the news. And that was good for me in the context, obviously really sad for the actual situation going on, but good in the context that my parents actually believed me. You know, they had this reassurance of Gemma saying this stuff, and then it's on the TV. When I got to 12 years old, that's when Princess Diana passed away and I had the most obscure experience of waking up in the middle of the night, I think she passed about three, and it was about that time, and I'm guessing, I haven't checked, I can't remember, I was 12 years old, um, I, again, one of the things that I need to tell someone, I ran in, told my, I was waking my parents up before I even realised I'd come, got out of bed, waking them up, waking them up, saying that there was this lady and she'd come out of this gorgeous building with these nice entrances and I think it's Princess Diana and I can't really, you know, again, I'm 12, I wasn't really putting two and two together. And there'd been a car crash and in my, what I thought was a dream, but who knows, I was in the car seeing it all and then I was next to the car watching on. And my parents, as you'd expect at that time in the morning, weren't particularly impressed with me and asked me to go back to bed and it wasn't until we turned on the tv in the morning I was literally walking down the stairs they called me because they were in shock and I I came running down the stairs saw it and then fell down the stairs because I was so in shock about what had happened so who knows why I got that had that experience, but what it did do within my family is they trusted what I what I was going through and they were getting the reinforcement themselves that there was something going on. they did though do the classic that's an indoor house conversation. do not go and tell other people that you do that, which is hilarious. and although they were still much more open to my intuition my psychic abilities than I hear other people experience it still definitely stifled them I didn't really connect properly to my intuition until I was mid 25s into my 30s but then it came back quite quickly I can actually do a thing of like turning on and off the mediumship thing quite easily some of the other ones though I find harder but it's one of my normal days now is to tutor people to work with their intuition which has been an interesting learning curve because for me it's quite natural and I've really had to rein back what I do to understand what's happening so that I can show other people how to do it but it's so lovely when they first connect to their higher self it's generally quite emotional and it's so lovely to see people you know go through that have that connection have that divine guidance. Okay so what got me on my spiritual awakening? Like I've already said I was already pretty woo-woo by default but I was still a teenager trying to be a normal teenager with the caveat of I am the age of the craft film and therefore of course I think so many of us like that inspired a lot didn't it? Love it, love it think it's back on Netflix I'll be watching that again soon although it could have been just for Halloween so I need to get in there ASAP. Well sadly the reason that I got into my spirituality is my parents did pass both of them within nine months when I was 22-23 so as you'd expect that really did start a what's going on, what's the meaning of life, why has this happened, I'm also on my own very young, I think I was quite a protected cotton wool child now looking back, they were maybe a bit too, they looked after me maybe, I don't know, a bit too much or I wasn't, I was very naive basically, so my 20s were quite hard because I was way too naive and people used to say too nice and therefore you know things were I was misunderstanding situations people took advantage blah 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 so I had some dramatic lessons to learn in my 20s because of that but yeah what happened was I think I was second year of uni they passed I knew instinctively I needed to keep myself pretty positive and um exercise so that I don't get too down so although I had very little money I was at uni I did book a personal trainer that's where my money went just because I knew I wouldn't exercise if I didn't have an appointment to go to and that was just to keep me at a level of positive because I could obviously in that kind of situation become very sad very negative very quickly the other thing I recommend that I did that worked Was to walk around, fake smiling, just having a smile on my face even when I didn't want to, and fake smiling. And it definitely, I think there's like a serotonin hit or something that happens when you smile. You release some hormones, and that kept a good level of happiness in me as well. So I do recommend that for those bad days, fake smile. It does work. After uni, I went travelling with one of my best friends. We went to so many different places. Absolutely. Literally around the world. I also went with a then ex-boyfriend. Uh, we toured around America, which was fab. I love America. When I when I'm flying to America, it feels like I'm flying home. So there's obviously some past life thing going on there. And um, I did come back to the UK. Very grateful to be in the UK compared to what other people in the world go through. So you know, I had my eyes opened. Um, My friend is international. um, So her eyes were more open than mine. And um, I had some lessons, basically. And it made me realise how grateful I should be. You know, for being the situation, the person that I am, I'm very, very blessed. And I do intend to do what I can to support others over the years, fingers crossed. So my Saturn return. So we've done the twenties. We're getting up to. I'm. If you want to know, I'm 38. So we don't have long to go. It's not years, or decades. I'm going to be telling you. Um, my Saturn return came in the form of a relationship that was as bad as it could be. You name it, it happened. I won't go into that because boy, am I going to bring you guys down super fast. Um, I ended up in the situation where I had nothing, no money. I had a suitcase of clothes. I had about seventy pounds to my name. I wasn't working because I was studying. Um, things happened super fast. Otherwise, I would have got a job in, knowing what was coming, but I didn't know. And I was sleeping on a friend's sofa. And there was a point in my life where I thought I probably couldn't stay on that sofa. So the other option, but well, I was I li- I was in London. I could either, and I probably would have done, walked back to Wiltshire, or I was going to live on the streets. So I could either be going somewhere and be outside, or I was going to be on the streets. And that sounds super dramatic, but it's the truth. I got my, I was in that situation, things were that bad. And um, yeah, it's, it's a funny one now, because part of me fears that happening again. And part of me knows I got through that. And therefore, if it did, I'd be okay. So, in other words, I have a very. I find my weakest chakra is my root chakra, the safety chakra, and I'm not surprised. And I'm forever working on it, healing it, trying to you know get that energy up. But I also remind myself I got through it, and I'm very blessed um, that things went the way they went. You know, things got really, really bad. I had one outfit. I had a bag with one outfit for the day. And then I'd packed another outfit that would be good for an interview. I was very lucky to get an interview, got the job, and it was a slow build backup. And one of the angels that came into my life at that point was my now husband, who I presumed wouldn't want to know me when I told him my dramatic situation. Complete opposite was the case. Lovely guy. He wasn't put off by me. And it was all my own stuff. Like, of course, he wouldn't be. But when you're in those situations, that's what you think, isn't it? I was then working in London, different businesses. Like I said, I ended up at Not on the High Street. Then I worked for um, knowing I wanted to do my own thing and I wanted, needed to leave them to go and do that. I got an amazing job at a company called Alternatives in central London, Heads Up Alternatives and worked there for two, three years running, supporting them as like an events manager type admin role. And they ran events for the super, like you name it in the spiritual world, Edgar Toll, um, Opera, Byron Katie, they were all there. And I was just so grateful that I could sit at the back of these rooms and listen to these amazing speakers talk it's just inspiring and then our business our product development business got going and I we did that for many years and over time there was just this little inkling of I'm not doing my spirituality so I didn't say to you guys because my parents passed in my early 20s I finished uni and then the week afterwards I started to qualify in holistic things because that's where my kind of interest went so yeah finished uni one week did hypnosis training the next, past life regression, crystals of course came in there, EFT, NLP, I I travelled to the US to become a coach, yeah, you name it, at that point I qualified in it, I was just sponging up all this information and by my early 30s I wanted it back, so I had the Saturn return that kind of threw my world in the air because what I wanted to do didn't happen found rust settled and then over time it kind of I wanted to do my spiritual stuff again which started by or really the catalyst that got it going is I am the most clumsiest person you'll meet although I'm trying to not be so I shouldn't really say that law of attraction being a lot better in the last few years but I'm I have a skill or I had a skill of falling down the stairs very dramatically and the last time I did it I fell and (laughs) hit my tailbone on my bottom bad enough that I could either stand up or I needed to lie flat for about 10 weeks and all I could do was read spiritual books and I read one crystal book then I read 20 crystal books and what I found I did because I read them so close together is I started to understand why crystals have the meanings they do, which is what they never say in the books. They'll say that Rose Quartz is for self-care and romance. They never say why. But because I read all these books so close together, I could see the links. And now that's kind of like my speciality with crystals, is understanding the reasons why. And that's what I teach. I fell in love with them so much, I set up an Instagram account, Conscience Crystals. That came about because I was feeling I wasn't on track. And I was like, intuition, you're now taking the reins. You tell me what I should do. I will do anything you tell me. And it's told me to set up an Instagram account, call it it, it named it, it said conscience crystals and off we went. And I was amazed how successful that account was. It was amazing how quickly people were contacting me, asking me questions. Um, the posts were doing super well. I was just blown away. And then very quickly, companies in London asked me to start doing crystal workshops. And then like international firms were asking me to come and train their staff in how they can incorporate crystals into their products and things like that. So I suddenly became this kind of crystal expert and I was just gobsmacked. Fast forward to when COVID kicked in. And I was running, well, I was traveling around the country probably three days a week, giving talks at different places, plus running my other business with my husband. So I was knackered. When I actually, when COVID came and I actually had to counsel all the events to a point, I was just like, I, like that's not a bad thing. I just need to sleep because I was just absolutely drained. At the same time, though, I got my Well, I said to someone one day I would love a book and then the following day a publisher contacted me and said, would you like to write a book for us? So what was also happening is because I was in my purpose, you know, I'd gone from someone who set up a a small business in product development thinking that was their purpose to transitioning to crystals and finding their new purpose. And because I was in that energy of happiness of manifesting vibes these amazing things were coming my way and this is why I want this for other people because if you listen to your intuition for one it will guide you in the most amazing way that you won't expect and things come in a way that is easy like so I am very shy you wouldn't believe it very shy person very introverted like spending time on my own my office is silent quiet place and um, I never would have thought I would stand up and teach Um, but now I'll go into rooms like next week I'm at the balance festival in London last time I did that there was 60 plus people in the room meditating with me I couldn't have been that person in the past but because my intuition guided me it made it easier because it just adds slowly. It's like it knows better about your higher self guiding you. So yeah, that got me to crystals, crystals, crystals all the time. And then I started to bring back in the coaching because I could see how this connection of listening to your intuition as the main font of knowledge of what you should do and when plus focusing on your soul purpose the level of high vibe that brings i wanted to show other people how to do that so that's why i've got literally i've got two websites now i've got conscience for everything crystals and i've got gemmapetherbridge.com, which is for the soul purpose coaching it's coaching it's also an online course and online retreats which are quite cool i recommend those i'll start again uh, January February next year and um, that's also where my classes are so yeah it's it's been an amazing ride I'm super grateful I've seen very low times and therefore my gratitude levels are very high I'm very grateful to be where I am doing what I am with the support mechanism that I do have I could not have done this podcast 10 years ago I would have been so shy and I probably couldn't have spoken like this back then. It's funny. I don't know I don't know what changed and I also do if that makes any sense whatsoever. But I'm gonna finish now for this session. I hope that was interesting, guys. If anything of what I've said resonates and you want to get in contact, to comment or to seek some guidance or just to say, you know, heads up, I'm going through that too. How did you and you want a bit more information about how I dealt with that that's why I'm here please contact me I would say the easiest way for you is my Instagram which is literally my name at Gemma Petherbridge all conscience crystals but see Gemma Petherbridge is the easier one for that particular topic and yeah to finish we I need to tell you about how to get your free ticket to one of my online classes so they're Zoom classes, they come with a recording if you can't attend, if you're somewhere in the world that means you the times don't work, because they are evening classes UK time, normally about seven till nine o'clock, normally they are £20, they are always two hours, and what I do is I'll stay back at the end and do a Q&A to make sure everybody's questions are answered of, you know, like I want you to go away satisfied knowing that you understand what's happened, and that you you know, you're just happy with the whole class and it's kind of rounded off correctly. So if you would like a free ticket, this is the classic podcast request to rate, review and subscribe, particularly review. That's what I'm going to ask you to do to get the ticket. Subscriptions are good because they like that too. And also it means that you can stay in contact and you know when the next ones are coming out. But yeah, for now, to get the free ticket to £20 free ticket, When I say goodbye in a sec, scroll down looking for the review. So if you look for the the stars, there's normally five. Look for that. That's the review section in Apple Podcast. Click on that section and it will let you, I think, first pick the amount of stars you want to do. Then it normally asks for a little comment. Before you submit that comment, just screenshot so that I can see that you've done it. Okay, then press submit. DM me on that at GemmaPetherbridge instagram with the image your screenshot and i will tell you how to claim your free ticket okay it's as easy as that if you're not sure though again you can dm and i will go through the process but literally when i say goodbye in like two seconds just scroll down find the stars and you go from there okay guys i will see you next week on monday we will talk about all of the different amazing souls that are reincarnating into the world right now so we'll see you then lots of love bye